end of the world. Everyone looks forward to no, this uh, part never. of the week with uh, Body Nodge to talk basketball news and uh, Body, a bit of off-court news we might get to first. Uh, I suppose basketball is a part of society, so chances are one of them will get involved in a one-punch drama, and that seemed to be the case. An unsavoury incident with Harry Froling from the Bullets being uh, attacked on the early hours of Sunday morning and a, and a Pride jersey or Pride singlet sort of controversy uh, rearing its head. What do you take on those two issues? Look, I used to tell my daughters when they were growing up, if you don't put yourself in harm's way, harm won't come looking for you because mm-hmm. there's, there's plenty of others. So, you know, you put yourself in those sort of situations uh, um, late at night, you know, people are not always sober. Um, it's an unfortunate um, coward punch situation that's caused a brain, a brain bleed and mm. a skull fracture. It's, it's uh, reasonably serious if we're very sorry for, for Harry um, and wish him nothing but the best and a speedy recovery. But I think there's probably a bit more of this story that we know. You've got to remember that Harry played a season with Illawarra last year mm. under Brian Gorgian. So, you know, he you know, who knows what the history of this might be. It might just be a one-off thing, some, some loon doing loonish things or, or um, it could be a, a bigger story so just wait and see but in the meantime just hope for a very speedy recovery for the boy mm. and yeah, the pride jersey uh, pride singlet sort of uh, issue is it going to be a storm in a teacup or is it going to yeah it's going to be a, look it's a storm in a teacup let's be honest it'll it'll, it'll last a, you know the, the course of the round and and maybe hopefully there won't be too much reaction to the players that don't want to wear it for whatever religious beliefs or whatever they have that, that um, uh, say no. We don't want to sort of support that. Uh, hopefully, that their views are just as respected as as the majority that want to wear the, the pride jersey. That want to show that life today should be about inclusiveness and love and embracing everybody. That's you know to me it's going to be a bit of a storm in a teacup. But I actually I actually want to. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but you're talking about the Australian women's cricket team and how they stay. Consistent. Consistent. Well, mm. I don't know. The Adelaide 36ers have modelled themselves on the uh, women's cricket team after they got rid of Craig Randall. They they have brought in Ian Clark, and then they've just kept that team together. And uh, I mean, the one difference is that they're losing. Most of it's working. Well, well, that's the other uh, way you can go if you just stick with the same team, I suppose, Body. Well, let's give it to them. As far as Consistency goes. <laughs> yes. They are the most inconsistent team in the league, so they're, they're getting that up, one up week after week. And but uh, in all seriousness, I think <clears throat> there's a little bit of um, questioning happening now about CJ Bruton, rookie coach. Last year he had the benefit of the doubt because he just inherited a team that from um, general manager Jeff Van Groningen and, and was just said, "Here's your team, coach him." And the only input he had was to bring in um, Cam Bearstow, which he did. And Cam Bairstow ended up being one of the better players. So it looked like a pretty good move. And so he got a, sort of a honeymoon season there. This season he's put, helped put together what was on paper a championship contending team that will not play finals. Um, so I think there's a few questions now being asked. And, and you know, it, 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 it's sad because you want to see your coaches succeed. New coaches, you want to see them succeed. You know, John Willey, you want to see him succeed in, in Perth. You want to see CJ succeed. So, fingers crossed they can you know, play the last three games out hard and, and maybe give it a shake. But, um, man, they've, they've just been such a disappointment. They are the fraud squad. Yeah. 
When you think about it, it must have been sort of like a Hall of Fame fraud squad match when the Bullets and the 36ers uh, met on uh, last Thursday, but uh, the Bullets uh, beat the 36ers. And, Jesus, buddy, this was a team that sort of beat that American team in the preseason. Yeah, and I don't think that did a lot of good for him because I think okay. it might have swelled expectations. Oh, and also maybe within the group, uh, changes the expectations, and then they came home from that. I mean, it's not often discussed that they played two games on that trip, and the second one was against OKC, and they got flogged. But then they came home, and first game against Tasmania got beaten. And I sort of think um, it was all over the place a little bit. Like, are we any good? Are we going to be great? You know, and uh, I think then the Craig Randall situation early in the season didn't help. But in these these past few games, there have been situations where the Thursdays were very much in winning positions and then failed to complete the journey. So um, that's where the question mark comes in. Buddy, you've said to us uh, many, many times when you start a season, you're asked for your top four. You only ever give the top three because the Perth Wildcats were always automatic selections. Well, they're struggling a little bit at the moment. They are mid-table. Uh, are they a, a title challenger? Are they a contender, really? Well, they got they come home. They beat Sydney, okay. So that's uh, they beat the top side in the last round, which which was, by the way, for the benefit of the listeners, that was the upset round once again. Mm. The uh, press release from the NBL didn't come out till afterwards, saying, <laughs> "Oh, this is our upset round," which is very annoying. But um, yeah, them Perth beating Sydney was a good result, and they've got on the run home. They've got Illawarra. You'd think they'd get that, um, and then they've got Sydney. Number one, Cairns. Number two, and Tasmania, who are in the, battling for that play-in tournament as well. So, I mean, the play-in tournament is part of the playoffs, so that's all they've got to get, the top six. But it, it's um, it won't be easy. But I do like the way they've changed. They've, they've altered the lineup since they got Ty Webster in. John Willie's made some changes. He's shortened the rotation. I mean, the games where he had 10, 10 guys in in the first you know, two thirds of the first quarter. That's just that's just too many guys to have in. You got you haven't allowed people to sort of get a groove or get in sync. But now he sort of shortened it to about seven players. Uh, Todd Blanchfield now struggling for his minutes, and Mitch Norton the same, and they're going very well. So uh, I think Perth will be there. Actually, I think they're one of the ones that will be there. The tough one is for South East Melbourne, who played mm. so well with their full team last weekend, so well. But now. Um, Ryan Brokoff has got a groin injury, so he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Their last two games, they're on 14 wins and 12 losses. Their last two games are against Sydney and Cairns, one and two. So if they win those, they'll absolutely, certainly be deserving of, of playing off in the playoffs. But, uh, gee, that's a hard ask, isn't it? Mm. Finish off against one and two. Damn. Buddy, we've got four games open. When I say we, Tab, have got four games open. They uh, are starting this evening. South East Melbourne are taking on Cairns. We can't split them. Each of two, $1.90. It's the minus one and a half for South East Melbourne and the plus one and a half for Cairns. See, I just, I really love the fact that the South East Melbourne last round with its full team, with both of its other imports that were out injured coming back into the, you know, Kelly and, Kelly and Brown coming back into the team, made such a difference. But now losing Brokoff, you know, who was, he started off, I think he had long 20 points in the first half in that game. Like he really had found his touch. To lose him again, geez, that, that is absolutely a coin toss. The way you've got it is the way it's pretty much right. Um, 
This is uh, tomorrow evening in Brisbane. So the Bullets at $2.80, New Zealand at $1.42, and the line is five and a half points. Now, I like New Zealand now. They, they had their slump, and they've come out of it. Um, if they've got Isaiah Liafa back, I mean, they they beat Sydney without Isaiah Liafa. He's a pretty key player for them. So at the moment, I like, I like New Zealand. I like New Zealand all season. I was a bit concerned with this slump, but they seem to have come out of it. And um, Brisbane is definitely... They come home with Brisbane, Illawarra, Melbourne, and Brisbane again. So um, I think they'll be counting on, on beating the Bullets. Now it's fourth versus first. Fourth place Tassie Jack Jumpers at home, two seventy five. Sydney a dollar forty five, four and a half. Oh God, I think Sydney has to bounce back after losing twice mm. uh, in a row, which is uh, for the champs is a bit of a, uh, a mini slump. I think they have to bounce back again. There's a level of desperation, and Tasmania has beaten the Kings this season, but um, yeah, I'm leaning towards the Kings on that one. Uh, much as I dislike myself for doing it. Now, you seem to stumble and think deep and hard about these first three games. I don't know if this one on Friday night will be the same. Perth, $1.18, Illawarra, four seventy, and it's 11 and a half. Did you see Tyler, Tyler um, Harvey's three-point shot that beat New Zealand in New Zealand last round? Yep. That, that, was, that was phenomenal. And that, I mean, considering that New Zealand hit the front on a dunk by Tom Abercrombie and then he comes and does that. They are a dangerous side, but, okay, Perth is trying to make the playoffs. The Wildcats will win. And Illawarra's record in Perth is, is horrific. Um, I think it's about as good as the record of the uh, Washington Generals against the Harlem Knights. <laughs> <laughs> that takes us back in time. <laughs> News is with us, buddy. Thank you very much for that, mate. We'll chat next week. Look forward to it, guys. Ciao.